Welcome to the House Guest Podcast with me, Carol Annett, Interiors Editor at Country and Townhouse Magazine. Here we talk to the people behind the houses, hotels, furniture and decor you see in glossy magazines like ours. Today I'm talking to maker and sons Felix Conran, grandson of the great Sir Terence, who has furniture making and creativity running through his veins. Today I'm sitting with Felix Conran at the Maker and Son head office, really. Yeah. Well, this is global it. headquarters. Global headquarters <laughs> in leafy Sussex, absolutely beautiful. And we're going to talk about how Maker and Son conquered the sofa world. Oh my goodness. Because we've we met before prior when you were a house guest before with your dad yeah. Alex. Yes. And we met over Zoom. Yeah. So this is the first time meeting face, face to face. To face. And, and it's, it's lovely to come to Kemp's Farm because it is absolutely idyllic. It is. It's we we say it's Maker and Son land. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and here we are sitting in big squashy clouds. You're on an armchair, Marnie armchair, and I'm on Marnie loveseat. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And exciting things have been happening since we last spoke. So tell us about what's been going on yeah, with Maker well, and Son. We, a lot has changed, but I mean, the business is just going to, you know, go forward and prosper from here. We have sold the business to Ink & Co., which is a really exciting move. And we have also sold the Australia, the American license rather to a company in America. And there are really extraordinary plans for, yeah, as you say, domination. <laughs> I mean, you're Terence Conran's grandson, one of his grandchildren. Yeah. Um, what What is it about the Conran dynasty? I mean, it just seems to be that you, that you, you know, when it comes to design, or you, you have this magic touch. I don't know. I don't about magic. There's a, there's a lot of people working very hard that all happen to have the Conran name. I guess it's. Um, yeah. But what, what I love about Maker and Son is that actually it came from a very humble idea Absolutely. And, and an idea around family and comfort and mindfulness. Yes. yes. So, t so take us back to the beginning because it started with an armchair or a sofa. Well, I mean, it really started, I was, as you say, completely born into the world of design. And what I saw is really a world that was often looking at itself more than it was looking at its customers. You know, quite happy being self-perpetuating people, being quite insular. And I felt that there was room for a company that was outward looking, looking to the future, looking to, you know, the relationship that people have with their homes, with the products in their homes, and really the memories that you end up forming around your furniture and your and your house. So the idea for starting this company was was to to make it for the customers, make it for people, make it for homes, make it for laughter, make it for love. And that meant having a product that was good for people, good for the environment, and really doing it in a way that was going to last. Because it's it's not just the way that the I mean just looking at the the chairs and sofas they're they're big generous 
um, squishy. Mm. I mean, not necessarily, you know, you could easily get a dog or a person, you know, another person on here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're made for togetherness and for that family time. Yeah. But also, it's the way that you went about selling it in a whole, a whole different way with no, totally. no shops. Well, we, it was started with, with very little. And we started with, honestly, one armchair, one sofa and the footstool which you could only get in a few different colors of fabric. And we just put it out online. And they, they were designed with comfort at its core. So not to any specific style, not to any, you know, not trying to hit a price, because that's so often the way is you have a, a look that you're trying to capture and a price that you think it will sell for. Well, we flipped that completely on its head and went, okay, we're gonna put comfort at the core of this and we're going to let everything else follow and yeah we put it out online and the reaction was not really what we expected our first sales came from australia so it's like oh my goodness here we go we just spent <laughs> two two and a half years designing these products making sure it was perfect and working with honestly such a small manufacturer in the cotswolds that were doing our prototypes for us and the production pieces and then our first sales came from Australia and we were like oh my gosh here's this ethical product that will completely undermine it if we go and ship it half, halfway around the world <laughs> so really we were international from day one because what we did is we took ourselves over to Australia and we found the most amazing workshop to work with and we started producing the product there okay and so this expansion and this growth has been fueled by people resonating with this concept of comfort and you know values that we embody and we've just followed it really and the way that the the manufacturing process so there's no foam which no. is obviously the, the the currently the enemy of um yeah there's of interiors. this so all the way back in the day when upholstery was a very luxurious thing because with horsehair, with springs, it was very, very complicated and very, very expensive. And only certain classes of society were able to, up, uh, to afford soft furnishings. So it was a bit elitist. And then comes along the invention of plastic foam. And it's amazing because it makes upholstery accessible yeah and there's this explosion of and you know design doesn't the design of the look of a piece doesn't need to be defined by how it's going to be made because you've got this endlessly adaptable plastic but the problem with that is that it's incredibly flammable and then you have this secondary problem where oh, okay well the furniture's catching fire we need to treat it to stop it catching fire. And so you then put chemicals all over it. Those chemicals, it turns out, with research now, are much worse for you. Inhaling the chemicals when they're burned will, I mean, they're completely toxic. So what we've stepped away from is any synthetic foams in any of our pieces. Um, we have natural latex foams that go into the seats, which help them reinflate. But that—that's it, yeah. And natural wools are 
are inherently fire retardant, yeah. so you don't need to put anything I mean, on them. There's this amazing video of a side-by-side -side natural living room, synthetic living room, and the match goes on both at the same time, and almost nothing happens with the synthetic one for about one and a half minutes, which is what it's rated for. And then after that one and a half minutes is gone, it just takes off like a inferno. Really? And the natural one, whilst it, it's a more consistent lower level, yeah. but it never goes catastrophic. So they are much more naturally fire retardant, yeah. Yeah, terrifying. So it wasn't just the, the sustainability angle, which, which you know, clearly is something that we are all as consumers becoming Mm. a lot more aware of you know you buy you buy once you buy to last yeah. all that kind of thing but also you came up with a very clever idea to sell your product is taking it to the customer yeah so tell us about the the vans that you created well that was really as so much of this company has been born out of necessity you know what's the saying scarcity being the mother of invention or something i, don't, I just think you guys must drink a lot of wine or something you just <laughs> Did you just sit around the table, you know, at night, uh, having a, the old it, glass? Well, the company was started at the kitchen table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the vans, we started off and we totally couldn't afford any to be in any retail locations. Yeah. So when it was just myself and Alex doing it, we Your had... Dad. Yeah, Alex, my dad. We had all these inquiries coming in online and people saying, oh, I want to sit on it. So we were like, you can come to the house, I guess. Which to, is here. Which is here. In Sussex. Yeah. Which, not ideal if you're in Australia or Scotland oh, or no. Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unideal. Although we have had some people fly over. Have you? Yeah, because we're quite close to Gatwick here. So it's convenient whilst also being inconvenient. But we, we were, there was, I remember this, this woman so clearly. She said, well, can you just, she was, she had, young kids and a dog and the, the the whole thing, busy, busy family life. She said, oh, can't you just bring me one? And we were like, do you know what? Why not? So we put one in the back of the car and it was that size armchair. And we took it to her house and we took it out the car, brought it into her home. She tried it and loved it. And we were like, okay, there's something in this. So then we would assign a few days a week where we would get in the car and drive around and see people. And it even took us to France, you know. <laughs> and then the, the time sort of came, it was like, right, it's quite a lot of work getting this thing in and out of the car each time. Do you think, well, do you think that we could, we could get people to get in the back of a van? No, that's too weird. But should we give it a go? Okay, let's give it a go. So we bought this van and we did it up like a cabin and it really worked. And now, I mean, there are, yeah, like 30 of them across the world. And actually I've had, the van has come to my house and it's such a neat idea. And it, it, when you step into it, you step into a little sitting room interior. Yeah. And and so and and really, what makes this, the sofa so and armchairs so lovely is that kind of fluff. You know, yeah. it's li it's literally like sitting in a you know 
plopping into a marshmallow. It's like you say, it's that you have to have that experience. In all, that's what sells it, mm. the touch and the feel. And then obviously you can see the colours properly. Yeah. And, it, and it, it's a really, it's such a clever selling technique. Well, it's also great for, because it's our salespeople that yeah. go in them. So you, you know, build up a relationship over the phone and that's one thing but being able to meet in person really adds to that yeah and you can actually go into the home and offer a much better quality of service yeah being able to draw out floor plans see swatches in the right light yeah it's it's a really great thing and what i also love about you and your dad is that you when you started the business, you were kind of doing other things. So you sort of had this kind of ping pong with it, whereby yeah. you looked after it for a little while and yes. then you got busy with something else. So he then looked after it for a little while. I mean, yeah. if you sat down to create a company, you wouldn't necessarily go, oh, well, I'm bored of it now or I've got something else to do. So here you go. Yeah. You have it. We So in the two years previous in the development of the thing, it was exactly that. It was we were both working but wanting to build this thing together so someone have it to themselves for three months yeah. and then i think there was something about this process of you know preparing for the other person and then the pitch and handover that really helped shape it to be something that it was always ready for being presented and there are still documents that we produced all the way back in 2016 that are still influencing the way that you know we go forward with you know so that's not lost so what is it that is exciting you about the the company now and the and the prospect for the future well i think honestly one of the things that's most exciting for me is the seeing how each region can take it on and fly in their own way so what we've discovered, I mean, perhaps unsurprisingly, is not everything, everything, everything that works in the UK is going to work in Australia, is going to work in America and beyond. So what is so wonderful is that the core of what it is, who we are, has resonated globally. But the interpretation of that and how that can become its own thing is, is, is what's really exciting for me. So moving forward, working directly with each of the territories to stay true, but allow themselves to really grow and develop and become their own business. And, and you've done a stint in the States? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was over there until July, I think. Goodness. Just, just seeing it. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, seeing it so there's, a, there's an amazing team there. And they're, they're very keen on, on new product coming out. So that, I mean, that's my favorite thing to be doing. Yes, to be doing tables and chairs and rugs and lighting and ceramics, glassware. You know, See, the, it's in your DNA. I mean, you, literally it's yeah. in your DNA. But what I also love about you guys is that you're the third generation to drop out. Yeah. Of Central St. Martin's. That is absolutely true. So my grandfather, my uncle and myself, we all went to St. Martin's to do the same course. Although when Terence went, it was called the Central School. Yeah. And he did... Anyway, yeah, we all did the same course. I lasted the longest. Oh, well done. <laughs> How long but was that? I, I left in my third year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. 
So when your um, future potential offspring come to you and go, oh, Dad, I, I, you know, what do you want to do, son? Oh, I really want to go to St. Martin's. What will you say? I say all the best luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See how you go. I mean, getting involved in education is something that I, I think I would be, I'd love to do later on in my life. But yeah, whether they'll have me or not, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure they will. <laughs> um, so take us back to the, the product itself. How did you end up with, with such a, um, a, a squishy design? Mm. Well, it really was, okay, if we want to make this thing as comfortable as possible, what's the most comfortable thing you can think of getting into bed at the end of the day? You know, why is that so good? And so we just set about designing the cushions, really, and making sure that the fill of them, the depth of them, the channels, that everything was all that it could be. And then, really, the sofa is the frame to hold them. And the, the aesthetic of that, well, we wanted to get the angle right, the rake, there's a whole lot of science to the rake of the seat. We alter the density of the springs front to back so there's more support in the right places. The unit that goes into the seat is all very important but really it was just how can we create that that feeling and make it all about that. So did you kind of, I, I can imagine you all kind of sitting and sort of squishing around and putting yeah. your feet it's, in. Is and, that, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, is that good? <laughs> yeah, is that good? Yeah, and the size, yeah, that's nice. And you want, that's got to be the right height for the head. And, yeah, totally. Yeah, they are, they are the perfect squish, I have to say. Well, many congratulations. And it's really lovely to come and visit. And, and people can still come here, can't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Down to Kemp's Farm. We've got the, the showroom is, is, is wonderful. And I think showcases some of the, the product that we're doing and we'll do more of that perhaps you can't... I mean, we don't take glass vases out in the mobile showrooms. <laughs> and there's uh, our rugs, for instance, which are wonderful, but... Yes, don't travel quite as well. Yeah, and Charlotte makes a very good coffee. Uh, yes, she does. <laughs> Felix, we've talked a lot about change, but actually it's important to say that this isn't, I yeah. mean, the, the company is, the structure is changing, but the product, everything is remaining very, very... Oh, um, yeah. The warranties, the product, the, the, the core of who we are is, is unchanging. It's actually a very exciting time because we get to evolve, you know, and, and continue to do what is resonating with people and bring more of it to more people you know it's it's a it's a really exciting time and what i love you know being having been sort of looking at the design world for so many years what's so exciting is the idea of a new sofa designer or a new chair you just think crikey you know can there be any other reincarnations of this of something that we use every day yeah and then you guys have come up with something which has just become so loved, mm. you know, not only kind of to the way that it looks, but the way that it feels. And, and it's kind of captured the zeitgeist of the, mo of the moment with that sustainability angle and, yeah. the, and the colours. I mean, the colours are just awesome. Yes, they are awesome. These are, these are two new ones, actually. Well, relatively, I say new, but <laughs> they've been out for a couple of years. This, this material, though, this is our 100% Italian linen that is by far and away our most popular across the world. It is awesome. It sort of accidentally 
a commercial grade fabric. I mean, it's gonna last forever. It's brilliant. And it holds the color just so beautifully. So what color is this? That's called garnet, this, this red bit here. And then the pink is called... Bubblegum. Rose quartz, yes. <laughs> no, the 100% the, the linen is all named after semi-precious stones. Oh, lovely. Um, yeah. So what's so, this, a citrine then? That is citrine. No, is it citrine? this the... Agate. Yes. Beautiful. Agate. I've got that at home. Have you? That's a discontinued one, yes. And that's the other fun thing is you get amazing things in through. So I don't know how much of that's left, but... I've got it. <laughs> and presumably different countries have different colour. You would have thought. You would have thought. But there is, there are, like, that is what is so amazing about us being on in the digital sphere. Yeah. Is that when, like, pink, for instance, at the beginning of this summer, you know, and that's winter in, in the southern hemisphere for Australia, and, I mean, the climate across America is vastly different. But when pink happened, it was just the whole world was going, pink, I, want, I love pink. And so you just have this crazy, an ad will go, woof, and unexpected, like, oh, we need to, we need to get more pink. We, yeah. We're pink, everyone loves pink all of a sudden. And that's, yeah, I think really speaks to how people are people actually, because when something does resonate outside of, you know, what they do day in and day out and their upbringing, that there is this wonderful common ground, which is not what you might expect through learnings through digital advertising. Yeah. And you started out with the neutrals, the mm. cream and the white and the stone. So that, those are still world over are most popular. But the wonderful thing about slipcovers is that it allows, permits people to be a bit more daring than they might otherwise be, perhaps. This is what I'm all for, seasonal changing of your colour of your sofa. Why yeah. stick to your cut or to one coloured sofa? Mm, good it's question. so much more fun. It's so much more fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, actually, and we do it with our clothes. Yeah. So why not do it with your furnishings? Totally. I mean, and that, you know, changing the 10% of the materials in the covers and that being a, a regular thing that's done, you know, that could very much be a new normal at some point because what you're really buying, the core of it is, you know, really made to last. But then people do, it's very human to change your mm. situation and to change the what's on the walls or the objects that you surround yourself with. And as people go through life, the rhythm of life does change. Mm. So by designing in slip covers and making a feature of it, it allows people to have that newness without needing to be wasteful and replace. Yeah. And I think that that, you know, is great. Yeah, absolutely. Felix, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. For more information on Maker and Son, visit the website makerandson.com or on Instagram at makerandson. You can follow me on Instagram at Carol W. Annett, and we have a sister podcast, Breakout Culture, with Ed Vasey and Charlotte Metcalf. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you again soon.